Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. My favorite day of the week. It's hard to hard to say something fun with that word. Thursday. Thursday doesn't roll off the tongue very easily. What is that from? What is Thursday? That's from something. I don't know if they're from something. That's from that's from something. I don't know. So my son has started this thing. We're about to go into a story time because it just reminded me. I know. Sorry. Topher has braces and he started this thing where he talks with his tongue and it's driving me crazy. Like it's and Chris is like, but it's because of the braces. And I'm like, no, it's not because of the braces. I didn't talk with my tongue. Braces don't do that. That doesn't require you to. Hey, mom, what are you doing today? What is that? Put your tongue back in your mouth. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. That has, yeah, that has nothing to do with braces. <laughs> I don't know. Topher. I know. Get your act together, Topher. <laughs> and he's, they're listening to this right now. Topher, I've seen what you have been doing with your tongue while you're talking. It's not cool. It's it's annoying. Well, coming up on today's show, <laughs> we got Christian breakup lines. Plus, ask us anything, random facts, and onion or not onion. But what? first, it is April 25th. We got a few holidays to celebrate today. We Weird ones. We do. What? <laughs> Maybe the last one is slightly odd. The middle uh, one? <laughs> really? Isn't that okay. weird? No. I'm excited for... Okay, here we right, go. Here Let's we go. just tune our listeners in, Nobody okay? Knows what we're I know. About. Here we go. <laughs> They're thinking, come on, guys. Get on with it. Uh, Let us decide. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> it's National Crayola Day. Yeah. So on the scale of holidays, one being what and ten being yeah, awesome, what would you rate National Crayola Day as, Matt? That's awesome. I like Crayola. Yeah. Crowns. Well, like, how do you pronounce crayon? Crayon, crayon, crayon. You don't pronounce it crowns. No, my kids do that. Crowns, crowns, or crayons. See, I can even get behind a crayon. Like, okay, at least they're saying all the letters, but it and they're saying them correctly. A crown is not even spelled like a crayon. (laughs) Give me that brown crown. Give me that brown crown. (laughs) What? That's a that's a crayon, crayon, um, yeah. Anyway, and Crayola is you can't have those rose art. Ugh, rose art, get out of here. Yeah, rose art. So if you're gonna be coloring, you color with the Crayola colors. You don't want no. You don't want just any colored wax. True story, here, folks. True. You might as well just be coloring with old candles. <laughs> It's true. They're super waxy. All right. All right. Number two. National Zucchini Bread Day. Why do you think this is weird? You don't like zucchini bread? Uh, Have you ever had zucchini bread? It's disgusting. Have you had zucchini bread? No, because it's (laughs) disgusting. It's the best. Why would you put a vegetable in bread? Matt, it's the best. It's amazing. No. Yep. The only good bread is banana nut bread. Not banana bread. Banana nut bread. It's got to have the walnuts in it, folks. Okay. I'm... You agree with me on that? Banana bread has to have walnuts Actually, in it. Actually, no. I do not Get like out. nuts in my... show is canceled. <laughs> Sorry. You don't like walnuts in your banana bread? Nope. Otherwise, it's just banana bread. There's no... Exactly. You got to have the texture. No. You got to have the texture difference in there. Nope. Mm. Mm-mm. You know who makes really good banana nut bread or banana nut muffins? Who? Which they don't make anything else that's really good in the bakery, in my opinion. Who? Walmart. Really? Walmart's banana nut bread and muffins are amazing. Like, phenomenal. Like, the perfect ones. I don't think I've ever had ones. it. They're great. See, and you're false because the Walmart you're blueberry... You're false. <laughs> <laughs> the Walmart blueberry scones are bomb diggity uh, i've never had those they are amazing i don't like blueberry stuff amazing also, and the pastries I don't, ever, I don't think i've ever had a scone oh. in fact i'm not even sure what a scone is what's a scone it's an english delicacy that helps me not a bit <laughs> i don't know it's an english treat oh thank you that worked they look I got like it. they're I little got, tr- I got it now. <laughs> 
They're little like triangles that are almost the consistency of a biscuit, but okay. a little lighter and a and sweeter. A biscuit is what I essentially imagine. Yeah. So it's like that, but maybe a little fluffier than yeah. a biscuit. Yeah. Not as dense, I guess, as yeah. a biscuit. Okay. Yeah. And sweeter, you said? Sweeter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super yummy. Okay. They're my favorite. I'd be willing to try that. So good. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, zucchini bread day. Yeah, zucchini bread day. Okay. <laughs> lastly, so that would be a what? A one for you? That would be a zero. That'd be a zero. negative 11. See, and I would definitely put it as a nine or a 10, depending that's, on who made the zucchini not, bread. That's not even something I ever want to try. It's not it's something my, that I'm interested in. No. If it's my mother-in-law's zucchini bread, it's a 25 on the scale because oh, it's yeah. amazing. Uh, and lastly, it's World Penguin Day. Why would you think this is weird? Can we walk around like penguins all day? That's, when you're this fat, that's kind of what you do automatically. <laughs> I've never once thought, Matt kind of walks like a penguin. I do kind of waddle sometimes. Just kind of, like, I don't bend my knees. If I'm walking slowly, that's kind of just what I default to. Just. This looks like I'm waddling down the... I never walk slow. But... I've never once thought that. No? No. I've had several people tell me, why are you waddling here? <laughs> I, hope, just, I, I hope you're not watch. friends with those people. Like, the, Those are the kind of people that I would be like, I don't need you in my life. I'm good with the people I got. <laughs> Better than the people that said that I'm rolling down the hallway. What? <laughs> Those were not friends. <sighs> yeah, see? At some point. Let me find out somebody <laughs> tells Matt he's rolling or waddling. You're going to have to take it up with me, okay? And I might be little, but I'm feisty. And I'm scrappy. And you don't want to fight me. Oh, man. If you love what we do here at the Backroom Morning Show and Backroom Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash backrowradio. If you head over there, you'll find out all the details about why we're asking for partners in this ministry, financial partners, uh, what we'd be doing with your donations, and you can see all the different tier levels and see what kind of uh, thank you gift you'll be getting based on what you sign up for. Uh, go check it out. Help us out. It'd be great. Uh, help us continue to grow, continue to add music. All of that costs money. And the more that we, more listeners we get, the more we have to pay in licensing fees as well. And we are fast approaching, fast approaching the time that we're going to need to bump up our costs uh, in order to stay on the air for the whole month. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we'll just reach a point where well, our listening hours are over until the first. So, yep. bye. True story. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Onion or not onion. Uh, on Thursdays, we like to switch up our news section. And instead of giving you uh, basic news, we've got two sets of two headlines. One of them is from The Onion. One of them is just a weird true story. And Mo's got to guess which one is real. And you can play along at home. Let's do it. Here's our first set. Rosetta Stone offers new Spanish language course for pandering presidential candidates. Or meet Tomatan, a wearable robot that feeds you tomatoes as you run. Wow. <laughs> Which one is the real headline? Tomato feeding robot. Japanese vegetable juice companies, or a Japanese vegetable juice company, has designed a new wearable robot that dispenses tomatoes for people to eat while they go. Or on the go. Not while they go, but while they're on the go. <laughs> Tomaton. That could be nasty. It's a robot. <laughs> I run a side account uh, on Twitter called uh, at, yeah, that's a sin, where... I look for all the tweets that ask, is it a sin to do this? Because there are a lot of them. And I just retweet them and answer. Okay. (laughs) One of the questions was, is it a sin to eat while you're on the toilet? And I said, well, it really depends on motives. (laughs) If, uh, If you're eating 
because you always have to have a constant amount of food, a certain amount of food in your body to be satisfied. Then yes, then that's yeah, a sin. that's that's gluttony right there. You need to get. Wow. That's what you just reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> one goes out, one goes in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Potty humor. Tomaton. It, it's what Matt Coker does. It's <laughs> a robot that can be worn as a backpack. It weighs 18 pounds. It features a tomato-shaped head with a mouth that opens to dispense the tomato into a circular metal arms that then come down over the person's mouth and feed them a tomato. Why would anyone need this, you might ask? Well, according to Kagome, which claims that the uh, claims to be Japan's largest supplier of tomato juice and tomato ketchup, people running the Tokyo Marathon really need this. Uh... Kagome employee Shigen, uh, sorry, I'm going to try to say this. Sejinori Suzuki told De- the Deccan Chronicle, "Tomatoes have lots of nutrition that com- that combats fatigue." Suzuki will be representing Kagome in the Tokyo Marathon on Saturday, the 21st. Uh, wait. So they she did this already. Sorry, did this already. Saturday the 21st. Uh, she intends to wear the Tomatan robot during a 5K run, uh, fun run. This wasn't Saturday, the 21st of this month. This happened last month. Sorry. Whatever. Happened before. I, th- I think <laughs> you've already. lost most of it's us, It's an Matt. old story. It's an old story. <laughs> she wore it during the 5K fun run. Tosa running beside him with foods. Uh, I can't read this. Okay. So... I, I don't understand. Listen, I don't need tomatoes being shoved in my mouth for three miles. That, like, I, this. Like, there's, I know that I, I watched a video. There's a button that you push. So it's not like that just continually. Right. I coming. understand that. But <laughs> at the same time, it's only three miles, people. Like, it's 3.2 for well, a 5K. Well, that's the test. That was just the test one. You can wear it on a long one. Okay, so I can get a marathon. Yeah. You get possibly the you get like the liquid inside that would hydrate you. Yeah, I still think it's kind of silly, <laughs> oh, but whatever. Very silly. I'm you, just you have wear to a go, fanny pack. You and... need to go Google it and see the the d- demonstration video because yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. I don't. I just think a fanny pack with cherry tomatoes inside would, <laughs> it would suffice. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> what fun is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, At least it was a Japanese robot and not a Russian robot. (laughs) (laughs) Russians don't build robots. They just put humans in robot costumes. Exactly. Uh, Google all that. Look at it for yourself. I apologize. I didn't realize this was an old story. Otherwise, I would have looked up how she did. But uh, anyway. Mm. Next set of Onion Not Onion. Carl's Jr. just became the first major fast food chain to debut a cannabis-infused burger or China announces plans to build an international space prison. Which one is real? Which is the real headline? I am going with the international space prison. For the first time in a long time, you are wrong. <gasps> You've been doing really good. But nope. <sighs> This Saturday, Carl's Jr. No, sorry. Last Saturday, Carl's Jr. debuted. Get it right, Matt. The, the CBD infused Rocky Mountain High Cheese Burger Delight CBD uh, at a single location in Denver, Colorado. The CBD wow. burger was available for $4.20 <clears throat> during the one day test fittingly held. On I got it. April 20th. <laughs> A cannabis-filled celebration for many Americans. Uh, I don't... What's the story? Is it from a song or something what? that started the the whole 420, 420? thing? I don't know. Like, All I can think as of essentially, is... Essentially tea time for weed smokers is 420 every day. It's National Smoke Day. April 20th is National Smoke Day. Yeah, but the, it was like the time of day. Like it was a part of a song or something. Who knows? And that's what made it that point. No, because if it was up to Snoop Dogg, it'd be every day. 
It is every day at 420. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 420 in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're not drug addicts, so we don't know any of this exactly. stuff. <laughs> With the test, Carl's Jr. became the first major fast food chain to roll out a cannabis-infused menu item, even if it's just for one location and a one-day event. It's a silly gimmick. Uh, I mean, isn't the whole... I don't know this, because again, never tried it. But isn't the whole point that you smoke weed and then you get hungry? You get the munchies after? Why would you put it in the food you're eating? Because then you're still going to want to eat. Because you're killing two birds with one stone. You can't pre-eat. I feel like it should be like the pool. CBD. (laughs) But that's not like, that's not the stuff that causes you to hallucinate or anything. THC is what causes you to actually get the high. CBD is essentially what you get out of hemp, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's more used in medical situations. Exactly. Um, Because that's what my dad was getting. Yeah. He wasn't getting the THC. He was getting CBD stuff. Yeah. And it really wasn't doing anything for him. Yeah. And actually, Uh. CBD is more for, um, it, it works better for anxiety or depression, a lot of mental health. Right. That it it really kind of calms those things down. Yeah. And it's essentially the real medicinal part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. The other yeah. stuff just takes you out of your body. That's like pain relief for that. Right? Yeah. 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 Weird stuff. Weird world we're living in. It's becoming. It is. Commonplace. All right, Carl. Uh, I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering where we'll be in 10 years. I'm wondering if it'll just be legal everywhere in 10 years. Maybe. And then at that point, Christians have a new discussion to have. Well, now it's legal. I mean, is it, would it be a sin at that point? Is it on the same level as smoking cigarettes? Does it cause the same bodily harm? Is smoking cigarettes a sin? Some people don't believe it is because it's not illegal whole conversation we'll have in a future episode <laughs> i do you I, have opinions i feel like you have opinions You're i have holding opinions back. <laughs> i have opinions i what it boils down to for me is if i wouldn't do it in church if i wouldn't walk in my church smoking a cigarette then why would i be okay doing it any other time because okay. essentially your body is the temple and you it's a sign of disrespect you for most i feel like to walk into a church smoking a cigarette because it's a church why it's disrespectful why would you do that but catholic churches swing incense all over the place and (laughs) matt (laughs) like every every mass i've ever been to the the priest comes in swinging a lit thing of incense with smoke going everywhere. Yeah, but it's a different kind of smoke. <laughs> that That's the thing. So this is, now it's coming down to what the smoke is. To me, it comes down to <laughs> what it can do to your body. Yeah. Are we? We'll try and breathing I, in some incense all day. We right? have, yeah. That won't be good for you. I mean, I feel like we have the same underlying argument. Is and it's not just for smoking. And we're why are we even talking about this? This is not what our show is about today. <laughs> but putting anything thought, into yeah. our body that could cause us harm or could do us injury of any sort, <laughs> we should not be doing. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> You're so you you look so uncomfortable. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Why are we? Doing? <laughs> why are we having this conversation? It. I don't understand what we're doing. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> this is not what I agreed to. Uh, coming up later in the show, uh, how to break up with your girlfriend the holy way. Stick around.
Girl Party Show with Matt and Mo. It's the second hour in the studio. We're still here. We're screaming. What? Well, I'm screaming. 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 We're uh, <laughs> gonna kick off the second hour as we do most second hours with five random, random facts. Rando with Mo. Here we go. All right, number one. The very first text message was sent in 1992. That's as old as my brother. <laughs> uh, in Chinese, the word for computer literally translates to electric brain. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds like an 80s song. Electric brain. Okay. Uh, is that Cayo? Cayo? I think. Blanco del Sur. A tiny island off the coast of Cuba may still technically belong to East Germany, which doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> That's good to know. In 1835, an unemployed house painter tried to kill the U.S. President Andrew Jackson. Both killers' pistols failed, and Jackson beat his attacker several times with a walking cane. <laughs> That's how to survive. And lastly, as of 2017, 2017, every American would have to contribute $43,503 to pay off the U.S. US national debt. And it's even higher now. (laughs) I ain't paying nothing. (laughs) There is so much debt. Nope. So Mm -mm. crazy. Eh, Not happening. All right, so because we've been doing... uh, Something different in our third hour, which I'll discuss again in our third hour. Uh, we haven't been doing our Ask Us Anythings Ow-ah. this week. Ow-ah. So we're going to do that in this hour. We've got four Ask Us Anythings, so enough for the whole week. And we're going to answer them all, one right after the other, right, right now. So, Mo, it's still your turn. Ready? Lead us off. All right. What's your worst example of... <laughs> Nearly broke the computer. Seriously? <laughs> Matt. I didn't unplug anything, so it's still good. Yay. We're what? good. Are you listening? I'm listening. I am a. I am here, and I am present. Are you aware of what's going on around you? What's go. your worst example of procrastination? <laughs> uh, my answer to this would be last Easter, uh, the day before, technically, <sighs> where I'm the janitor of the church, and you know, I were you the list. janitor last year? I was. Okay. I started that Christmas before. Okay. Um, and. There's a whole list of things that you know I have to do as the janitor, but not all of them have to be done every week. You know, there's several of them that you do like once a month. There's a couple you only have to do every few months because it just doesn't need done that often. Well, apparently I had let a bunch of those you don't have to do every week things pile up. And then it was the day before Easter and I'm realizing, oh no. We need to be on our A game because tomorrow's Easter. Mm -hmm. And so I'm cleaning and I just keep finding more and more things I need to do that I haven't done in forever. And I wound up being here until, uh, what was it, 4 Mm a.m.? 4 a.m. cleaning. I never went to sleep. I went home. I took a shower. I got dressed and I came back Mm -hmm. to finish setting up for Easter service. And yeah, so I was awake for... Two straight days, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it was awful. And uh, then Easter happened, got through the service. We went to in-law's house, and I promptly slept through the entire day's worth of festivities and fun and food, and I was bummed out. So, yeah, that has been, at least in most recent memory, that was my worst uh, example of procrastination. Yeah. I... uh I feel like I put a lot of that pressure on you because it was me that was like, we need to get the church clean. It's Easter. <laughs> and it was the, was it the first holiday after the new pastor came? I think so. And so we we had had this big push on, you know, inviting new people. Yeah, and- that was the, yeah, that was the main reason. Yes, because we had, we had been. And we'd been getting a lot of new people already. Yeah. We'd had a lot of new people already come to the church. A lot of new people joined the church. Mm-hmm. And we were expecting a big influx on Easter. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had as big of an influx as we expected. Yeah. But we were preparing for it. Yeah. And yeah, I was just... And I... I felt the pressure. I, uh... <laughs> we... Because we had been searching for a pastor, there had been a period of time... Like, once a year, we would do, like, a big church cleanup day, like a spring cleaning day. Mm-hmm. But we had missed that 
Yeah, we did. This past year. And so there were we like... also didn't do it this year. <laughs> there were like things that I felt like needed to be done, like scuff marks on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, needed to be touched up. And, you know, those little things just to make the church look... Yeah, things that often go unnoticed when you're there every week. Exactly. But then when you start to really look for them, you're like, oh gosh, these are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. So I was here trying to help for a good portion of the Mm -hmm. afternoon, but then I got frustrated because like, we had pushed, everybody come help, everybody come pitch in, and it was me and one other person. Yeah, it was like nobody. Yeah, so I was done. I was like, forget it. Y'all don't care? Fine, whatever. I don't care either. We'll let the church look like this. <laughs> um, my worst example of procrastination was the year that we got super sick over Christmas. And right. we had forgotten to do... We had waited until far too long to buy Christmas gifts and stockings for the kids. And Chris and I were literally on our deathbed. It took every ounce of energy for him to drive me to Walmart and then me to go in and walk around for three hours and only buy three things. Because I was so like... You know, when you're sick, you're just not there. You're, mm-hmm. you know, everything is hard, and it takes so much brain power and energy and effort. And <laughs> I just, I can remember pushing that cart, roaming around, going, "I only have three things, but I've been here for hours. <laughs> this is just gonna have to do. I don't, I don't know anymore." <laughs> oh man! All right, our second question: What's something that everyone? Absolutely everyone in the entire world can agree on. I've got something. I'll let you go first. That we can't agree on everything. <laughs> I, that, like, I feel like that's it. You think that's it? We can agree that we cannot agree on everything. I'm trying to think of anything. I cannot think of anything else. I mean... Yeah, you can't even say things like we exist because there's oh, yeah. at least a few people out there that think we're all mm-hmm. an illusion or it's mm-hmm. part of the matrix. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the only possible answer to that question. We cannot agree on everything. Um, okay, what's the funniest word in the English language? My favorite one is diphthong, <laughs> which is just a musical term. <laughs> It's a kind of thing. <laughs> I don't even know what it, what it refers to, but I know it's a musical term. I don't know why you say these kind of things because you know the kind of person that I am. Like, <laughs> but I heard it first on Good Burger, the movie. Good Burger, welcome to the Good Kenan, Burger. Can I take your order? Keenan's character uh, is talking to Kel when the bad guy was like trying to seduce Kel for Kel's secret sauce that he came up with and uh he's all that diphthong doesn't care about you <laughs> and i'm like what did he just say <laughs> he can't say that <laughs> and i looked it up and it's like some musical weird thing that happens i'm like oh okay i'm gonna start saying it he can say that <laughs> and so can i <laughs> i don't know the weirdest i can't even think i don't know no? like what's well what is a funny word that you like I don't. Do you remember the elephant show back when we were little kids? I have no with idea what you're talking. Bram. Um. Anyway, it was their 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 Wait, song. The 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 cartoon one, like with Barbar or whatever. No. No, not no. that one. That's the only um, one I know. No, it was a puppet, a big old puppet. Oh no, I've never seen that. And their song was Skinamarinky Dinky Dinks. I do remember that song. I remember that song. Yeah. So that's what I always think of. Like, skinnamarinky-dinky-dink? Yeah, skinnamarinky-dinky-dink. I don't think that's a real word. I, but, you know. Sounds like an onomatopoeia. It might be. Onomatopoeia, that's a funny word. That's a funny word. Onomatopoeia. Okay. It sounds like you need to pee. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> onomatopoeia. <laughs> Get away you... from me, onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Italian saying it needs to be. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> Get out of it. Close the door. I'm going to bet a pia. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's offensive, Matt. <laughs> that's cultural appropriation. That's Please offensive don't. to Italians everywhere. <laughs> um, and lastly, if you were writing a book uh-huh. of commandments for the modern world, what would some of the rules be? 
<clears throat> my number one is that you get three honks a month in your car. And this really got dro- driven home to me this last weekend where literally it happened three times in a day. Someone starts laying in on their horn because they're honking at somebody they see. And I panic thinking someone's careening somewhere or I'm like breaking the law or the lights green and I'm not paying attention or whatever. I keep thinking it's my fault because I'm hearing this. I'm like, what is going on? It makes me panic. makes me freak out. And that's what it's for. You honk when there's something wrong. You don't honk because you see your friend Ricky on the sidewalk. Mo. And so I think. So there's a different kind of honk. If you were like. Get your butt in gear. You're the first one in line and the light's green and we've been sitting here. Then it's a. <laughs> but if you see Ricky walk in and it's a beep, 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 beep. No. <laughs> it's a very friendly honk. It's no, not see, a. That's, but that's not entirely true. Well, that's when not I, supposed to be. Because when I honk, I don't want to be rude. I want to just remind him, hey, it's time to go. Beep, beep, beep. You know, no. Just a little. Beep. Uh-uh. Nope. You have made me sit here and wait. I'm, you know well, what? That a, was rude on your behalf. You're just an angry person, Mo. You That's know, all you are. I can't help it. Lay into that horn. <laughs> then you drive by him. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get three honks a month. So if you use it up because you saw Ricky on the sidewalk. Sorry for you. You get in an accident. It's your fault. Yeah, well, whatever. I... <laughs> I don't. I. I don't know. I can't think of. You can't think of something that has to happen. A commandment people must do. If you are a part of the worship team, <laughs> leggings are not appropriate attire. Uh, that should go everywhere. Leggings are not pants. Shut leggings up! I am wearing leggings right pants. now. No, they are not pants. Wearing them now. They go underneath anything else you're wearing. So the only exception, I well, I mean, they make athletic leggings. Yeah, that's what I'm wearing. That's yeah. yeah. I that's an exception. If you're being athletic at the time, which you're not, you're sitting. How do you know I'm not going to be athletic after this? (laughs) Uh. You should bring it in a duffel bag and put it on wherever you go to be athletic. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) But for real, I feel like if you are going to be on the stage, you know what. If you're going to be in front of a crowd of people at all, period, your clothing should be approved by someone else. <laughs> Not just leggings. Making sure you're covering all your bits. That's the thing. And that goes for guys, too. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Frankly, I don't want to see you guys' nipples anywhere. <laughs> don't be wearing wife beaters to Walmart, guys. That's weird. I gotta stand next to you in line, and you got a thing poking out right there next to me. Like, come cover that up. That's my biggest. That's my biggest complaint with. So, I'm the weird wife that you know at home. Chris wears athletic shorts. Yeah. You know, but athletic shorts are kind of like they show some areas. You know, and so I'm always like, no, you can't wear those shorts. We're going over to so and so's house. You can't wear those shorts. Sorry. And he's like, for real? But what's the difference? You know, if a girl gets cold. I can see her nipples. What's the difference? I'm like, but they try to hide it. You should try to hide it. You don't got to go showing stuff. So that's been my biggest argument with like skinny jeans on men. You can see stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Like if my husband can't go wearing athletic we, shorts we around. All, we all need to go back to 90s and early 2000s clothing. Baggy everything. I'm not not that far. <laughs> not that far. But there is an appropriate way to wear something that's fitted and yeah. flattering yeah. without showing off all your stuff. All your all your bits, all your parts. All all that your stuff's everything. supposed to be private. They call it privates for a reason. <laughs> my in high school my best friend's mom used to tell us your privates are about to become public and I don't like it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't call them publics. They call them privates. Yep. Yep. We have been talking about this for a while. Well, it's the truth. (laughs) It's the truth. That's a good, yeah, that's good. Okay.
I think that's good. When we come back, dump that boy. Biblically. Stick around. morning show here on this third hour what we've been doing all week long in this third hour has been revisiting a classic episode of the back row baptist podcast pulling out our discussion from one of those shows uh because for two reasons number one we're getting rid of a lot of those older shows and we want to preserve some of those amazing discussions that we had with some of our friends and number two uh, we're recording this on the Saturday before Easter, and we's busy, y'all. Mo's already late. She's got to get home. She's got to go, y'all. So, <laughs> so we are, we are uh, diving deep into our past. Uh, Back or Best podcast is what we did. Podcast is what we did podcast. before we did the morning show here. And uh, so as we retire those old episodes, we do want to bring some of those conversations with us. And today, we are talking about Christian breakup lines. So let's just dive right in. All right. You are now tuned in to the Back Row Baptist Podcast. The Back Row Baptist Podcast. We're like a pie you found in the sewer. Sweet, but... Matt? What? You sound awful. I feel fine, though. No, I don't mean you sound like you feel awful. It hurts us to listen to you. Oh, that's... honest. You need to go home and let us handle this one. But... Go. Okay, but... Goodbye, Matt. But I was... As Matt was saying, welcome to the Back Row Baptist Podcast. I'm Megan Oaks, but around these parts, I'm known as Mo. Today, we're talking about relationships in the church. And to help me do all that will be my guest today, my handsome husband, Chris Oaks. Hello. Jaron Smith. Hello. And for the first time, our special guest and Jaron's wife, Jessie Smith. Hi. Now it's time to talk about relationships in church, specifically romantic relationships. Some of us on this show, such <clears throat> as Matt and Deidre, met in church. They met in youth group as teenagers, eventually got married in this church, and they still attend this church today. But there are many folks who begin coming to church meetings and events that are clearly looking for a date. Then, of course, you have the couples, some married, some not, that are just way too into each other during church. Hands around waist, kissing, flirting, hair smelling, all kinds of lovey-dovey inappropriateness. Have you ever been guilty of being too flirty at a church event? Or maybe have you experienced some of those awkward situations? Was that the real question? That was the real oh, question. This okay. is where you talk. This is where we talk. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I thought the newlywed game got a little out there when we did that. What? The not so newlywed game? Why? Yes, the, the newest newlyweds said some inappropriate things, I think. <laughs> like the, their best qualities and stuff. It, it got a little, a little risky. Yes. Yeah. A little PG thirteen. No, I really PG don't. I'm trying to think of the. I, yeah, I, I can't think of them either. But all. yeah, it was the the older Berkeys, where we had to. It was what was your best feature, and he put his hindquarters. We'll call it that for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> but she thought it was his beard. Um. Simply because she couldn't run her fingers through his hindquarters. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of gross. I, I don't want to run my fingers through your butt. <laughs> I preferred if you didn't. You know. um, but yeah, so that got a little out there. I guess I'm just not one for picking up on inappropriateness when it comes to married couples. Now, if it's like youth members and... They're holding hands or getting a little too close. Well, and it then... wasn't inappropriate for them to be saying that. It just, it, it made me blush. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I see it all pure of heart when you're not in the church building. But saying it in the church building makes me feel like you shouldn't talk about people's bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me specifically, I, I don't necessarily notice those things that often but what i notice is when 
Um, I, I have a problem when people chew with their mouth open, and that's one of my weird things. And so when I can hear the lips smacking and you know making all sorts of noise, I I, I start to lose it. And then, but I've never called anybody out. I've never you know felt myself like needing to say anything. But I, I definitely notice those things very very easily i mean i just pick it out you know across the the sanctuary i'll i'll notice it but other than that i I haven't noticed a ton of things that were terribly inappropriate but i guess speaking of lip smacking matt was going to tell a story about he and daedra while they were dating um they would often come up to the church early and go up to the youth room to make out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they were just being more holy than everybody else showing oh, up coming early. To church early yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they thought they deserved that time together <laughs> yeah i don't know well unlike matt and daedra i didn't marry my youth group boyfriend for shame for shame um but i do have a story and i mentioned it briefly on a previous podcast um During one Sunday morning service, his name was Jeremy. He put his arm around me during the sermon, and our pastor from the pulpit in the middle of the sermon yelled, well, I shouldn't say yelled, but loudly spoke, Jeremy, you will take your arm around from around Megan right now. And of course, at that point, everybody kind of turns and looks and... My face is bright red because I didn't do anything wrong. He's the one that put his arm around me. I was just sitting there. That'll do it. I had one similar, holding my girlfriend's hand in church. And the pastor walked off the stage, came down next to the pews and pointed at us and yelled. Like stopped everything just to get us to stop holding hands. And then went back up like nothing ever happened. Continue preaching. I think I just got up and walked out. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would have yeah. absolutely done that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, even I'm, even as a teenager, even whatever. No, well, I as don't. a when we we were married, uh, uh-huh. one one kid, two kids at the time. Two kids, yeah. And we were sitting up in the balcony balcony at. You uh, don't have to say the name. No, I'm trying church. to think. My brother's old church. I forgot. I was trying to think whose church it was. Yeah. My brother's old church, and uh, I went. I leaned in and I whispered something to you. And he looked up and he clapped his hands at us and told us to stop because he thought we were part of the youth group and we were we weren't paying attention. Like I'm an adult, <laughs> I've been in the military for three years. Don't you dare clap your hands at me. Yeah. If I want to talk to my wife, I will talk to my wife. <laughs> and that wasn't even anything like. No, and, and he's the only one that probably could have seen it because, like I said, we were up in the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for that. That would. I'd be run out of the church so fast at that point. No. <laughs> no. But I, I do have one other story, and it really doesn't have to do with church, but it has to do with a Christian college in a setting in that, in that sense, where I had a friend of mine. He ended up. <clears throat> he was not a believer at the time. So far from it. He was he was living different lifestyle, but he's he's a believer now. And he would intentionally go to the Christian colleges to pick up women that were going to the Christian colleges. And he was just like that that just furthered his um, you know, hatred towards towards God because he just saw so much um hypocrisy you know mm-hmm. coming from the the christian college and the women that were attending there that were you know claiming that and he's like yeah i would just always find myself picking those women up way before basically going to a bar and picking up women from there and so um, i just always found that very interesting that that's i mean that that kind of doesn't go with this topic but it's, kind of- it's sort of does. similar. Well, but. if you bring in Christian colleges, I went to one, and we had the hmm. saying ring by spring for oh. all the girls that went around. Is oh, that you yeah. were going to have a ring by spring yeah. and be married by the time you graduate. Because yeah. your degree was being a housewife. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's a thing. Did you get a ring by spring, Jesse? That's a thing. I got a ring by summer. I was engaged. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) I did. I had a ring by the time I graduated. We got married two weeks later after graduation. And then you became a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Hey. There's nothing wrong with that. But he didn't go to that college. He was out of state. Yeah. 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 So you expecting to get a ring by spring didn't really apply. Come Mm -hmm. on. Just just happened. It just happened that way. I don't know. I got to say, if I was a man and I'm looking for a spouse, I would rather look in church than look at a bar. Just, yeah. I, I, okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, of course, the more awkward thing is when those couples break up and yet both parties continue to attend the church. Sometimes it just has to happen. Over the years, we've had several hashtag parties with the hashtag... Christian breakup lines, and today we're going to share some of the best and worst we've found over the years. I'll start. At Backrow Baptist says, I see you as more of a prayer partner than a date partner. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> at Christian Humor says, I think we should be like Moses at the Red Sea and part. <laughs> <laughs> at Jerrica, I uh, don't want Jesus to come back and see me dating you. At Backrow Baptist, we are brother and sister in Christ, so you feel like family. (laughs) At Typical GU Girl says, God told me to go on a fast from you forever. Uh, At Christian Pains, we've uh, just gone from love wins to crazy love, so I kissed dating goodbye. At Pacro Baptist, you need someone with less discernment. (laughs) (laughs) At Humor Quotes 101, I do still love you, but it's just agape now. At Micah Robinson, I wanted to see your fruit of the spirit, but that's not the fruit you wanted me to see. Oh... At Backrow Baptist, I'm not sure our callings are compatible. At MS Natalie, I need to fully devote myself to my ministry, not you. Hmm. At She Sunday Ray, hey, at least God will never leave you or forsake you like this. (laughs) Wow. Wow. At Backrow Baptist Podcast, I'm a nine, and you're clearly like a four. We can't be unequally yoked like that. <laughs> At Christian Pains, it's not you, it's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> At Matthew S. Coker, you're more like a Leah, but I wanted a Rachel. Is it Leah? Leah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> At Matthew S. Coker, you're more like a Leah, but I wanted a Rachel. Mm. At Backrow Baptist, in the church potluck of my heart, you're the veggie tray. <laughs> <laughs> At Backrow Baptist. You know, it's really funny. Backrow Baptist has so many of these when I don't know that he ever really broke up with anybody in his lifetime. At Backrow Baptist, our relationship is like the church collection plate. I'm passing. Hmm. <clears throat> At Christian Humor. You have the face of Bathsheba, but the heart of Jezebel. <laughs> Ooh. At Chelsea's, you're a stumbling block. <laughs> At Tim Florian, you are so attractive, it's making me prideful, and I need to stay humble. At Micah Robinson, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Regardless, your breath stinks. (laughs) At Backrow Baptist, hey girl, have you read Proverbs 31? Well, you could use a refresher. (laughs) At Dang It's Paula, we haven't prayed together in months. Hmm. At Dibs on Gibbs 11, I girl, are you a hymnal? Because you look old and outdated. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. At Backrow Baptist, I'm just not that into thee. Gracious. Those are some some harsh ones. All right, that's going to do it for our hashtag party and for the show. Jesse, what did you think of your first podcast? It was good. It was fun, huh? Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Well, before we sign off for today, podcasting does have its cost, and we're looking for folks who are willing to help us continue on and grow moving forward. And you can do that for as little as $5 a month if you become a patron of ours. Just visit backrowonline.com and click the Support Us tab. Hopefully Matt's voice will be back next week, and there won't be a Front Row Friday this week as Matt takes time to heal. That's going to do it for our show today. And we are back to the presence. We hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as we enjoyed reliving it. We are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to close out the show. Stick around. He's living in the past, Matt. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show. (laughs) So we got your Bible verse and thought for the day. To close out the show, Bible verse for the day is Colossians 1.27. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And our thought for the day comes from Chuck Swindoll, who reminds us, when we minister to people, we are the face of Christ to others. Let's model his grace. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together for you into a podcast over at BackrowRadio.com and most places you find podcasts. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow for Feel Good Friday as our buddies Donnie and Jordan take over the morning with their show. You're my friend, and I trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in Saturday morning, beginning at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, for six hours of classic Christian music to cruise to in our Saturday morning cartoons block. Then again, for our Saturday night rap block, two hours of nothing but the best hip-hop and rap from yesterday and today, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. And as always, connect with all aspects of the back row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at brbchurch.com. Finally, if you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, we ask again, please consider partnering with us financially over at patreon.com slash backrowradio. You can find all the information there about why we need financial partners and what your money would be going to, as well as what you get in return, which are some pretty cool things, depending Mm -hmm. on how much you're wanting to give. Uh, Mo, what's the final word? You're just not edifying my life anymore, Matt. It's a breakup line. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. <laughs>